This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Is there a trailer for Deadpool? Is there a teaser for Venom? Is there a trailer for Jessica Jones? And is Black Panther tracking at $165 million? It's the best time to be a nerd. Welcome to Marvel Movie News! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to you, Merry Marvelites, and what a week it has been. Indeed, it's been a, a week full of chock full of everything. Like, we're gearing up for Black Panther, and we joked two weeks ago that it's the perfect <laughs> medley between you and I. The Venn diagram is strong because Deadpool, Venom stuff, Black Panther stuff, but then this week was just like, the, the universe listened. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, you know all that other stuff that you've been, uh, you know, putting out there that you want me to bring you? Uh, you get a trailer, and you get a trailer, yeah. and you get a trailer. Jessica Jones seemed to come in out of nowhere. I, yeah. I did not know that was coming, and it made me so happy. So, so lucky lots to talk about this week. We're going to change up the order a little bit because of the amount we have to talk about this week. We are Marvel Movie News. This is episode 167, and we are coming to you live from a chimichanga truck in San Francisco on its way to Wakanda. That's where we're coming from today. <laughs> They're going to drive They're going to figure it out. They're going to drive that van It's like Wakanda. It's like a shield helicarrier chimichanga truck. Oh, it's going go. to sort of thing out. And yeah. we are here to tell you... All of the news from all of the studios and why we are so excited about all of it and why you should be excited too. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash popcorn talk network. You can find us through popcorn talks website. You can follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or the popcorn talk. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us, and most importantly, find us on Twitter. And if you retweet a link of the show whilst we're live, Aunt Manthony in the booth will retweet you. Oh man, I let that Jessica Jones trailer slip right by me. Just can't, came out, uh, man. Uh, I can't wait to watch it, though. You guys have it for me. I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. Dude, yeah. it's it's real good. Don't worry. I've, I've had important trailers uh, go by me, <laughs> so I completely understand. Marquia knows all true. about trailers happening when she's taking a day off. Yeah, We're you on just on take phone. one day off of Twitter, and that's when they drop all the Black Panther stuff. Learned my lesson. Black Panther 2 is going to happen when she takes like a month off Twitter. She's yeah. like a hard out. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, I need a sabbatical. And then here's Black and then, Panther oh, 2 wait, and 3. Announcement, announcement. <laughs> so where can they find you on the internet to tell you've missed a lot of Black Panther trailers? Uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Markeia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Trying to use my Snapchat more, and that's Darth Thin Mints. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. And we are going to jump right into it, and it is a... Coy hosted, Marquia McCarty hosted show. So we're going to start with Black Panther. Black Panther! 
This is tracking at wow. an insane $165 million I think opening. it actually has gone up since we started uh, the broadcast. I think so. I think it's $175 million now. $175 Ah, so that's what the chat room is saying. Uh, yeah, I've heard 170. I've heard. I mean, we talked about 150 last week and being a, a landmark in February. This is February. This used February. to be like just you just let movies happen. But yes, since be like, Deadpool, hey, we have this thing. You should watch it because Valentine's Day. Ooh, maybe. Um, but now it's like, no, it's a. This is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. This and is word of a mouth is real just gonna... thing. Yeah, I mean, God, okay. So we're this is not going to be the spoiler for anything. We're doing that February 20th when it comes to Black Panther. I know that some of our viewers have seen it. Um, I believe it releases in Europe or some countries uh, earlier. I've mm-hmm. started having some people tweet me with their reactions, which is great. Please let me know how it feels for you to watch Black Panther. But also in our chat room, I want to ask you to be respectful of the people that have not seen the movie yet. Uh, February 20th will be the spoiler full review. But... Like we started this off with, um, $165 million opening weekend. Yeah. That. It's absurd. That's such a big number. Amazing. That is insane. Like, this is like a win a date with Tad Hamilton weekend. Like, this is, <laughs> this is when you just put out rom-coms. Like, the February, and, and since, like, Deadpool and some other movies, and, and uh, March used to be that way, and then 300 changed that. Like, mm-hmm. these big movies can redefine the landscape, and this is a perfect time for this movie because it will lead into the next thing in Marvel, and summer is so crowded, and, and May, we get Infinity War, so Black Panther kind of gets to run the spring, and it sounds like it already is. Yeah, and the thing about it, and what I will say, and I, I believe I've said it before, where it's, you know, what Iron Man did with the superhero genre, uh, Black Panther has managed to do that again. 18 movies in. We have, it's like a, a revitalization, yes, but it's it's epic and mm-hmm. fun. And it really does change the landscape of what it means to be a superhero genre film. And I really think that not only will it open huge, it'll stay huge, and people will be seeing mm-hmm. it multiple times. I think people... It's sold out so many places, there's going to be another wave of people seeing it just because they couldn't see it opening weekend. Like, if you have a job <laughs> yeah. and you work on Monday, like Monday through Friday, and you miss it opening weekend, next weekend's going to be huge because it's already sold out so many places. Yeah. Oh, but isn't it President's Day weekend? Ah, so, so ah, Monday, they, Clever Panther. They planned it. They planned it It's well. a good move. It's a good... And clever, we have, clever Panther. Clever Panther. Clever Panther. And we've got some more stuff to talk Black Panther a little way into it, mm. but... I want to dive in to the majesty that was the Deadpool trailer because it was real good. And it was it dropped like the day after our show. So I was twitchy <laughs> for a full week. So let's watch this all together, gang. And we'll have to talk over it a little because that's legal just reasons how it goes. So it opens, which I loved, and hopefully you guys have seen it because we're going to talk over it, with this Terminator-esque shot. This looks like a dystopian war movie, and yeah. I love that. It's kind of like a little altered carbon meets mm-hmm. Terminator. And Hope, Hope's Bear, we're going to talk about that in a moment. Uh, mm-hmm. I-, I love that this, if you didn't know Deadpool, this just looks like a badass Josh Brolin movie. Right. And it'd be so much fun to see and this. And oh, pause. Pause in the 80s font. The actual- like, yes, like it's a videotape. Why, why are the visual effects not done? It's a metal arm. Oh, it's not so like we're good. trying to remove a mustache. And the Justice League joke, so <laughs> strong, course. just swinging for the uh, fences. Gotta love Kamal. And then this play is this is the most Deadpool thing. I love that there's just an action figure trailer. And in the back, there's a Bob Ross painting, the Bob Ross painting. <laughs> there's a Disney reference with Woody. And the reference to Josh Brolin's height as compared to Cable's giant size and a lot of people being upset with that. So they're referencing message boards. This joke. Got the stones to help you. The infinity stones to help you because he's Thanos. Oh, 
I, something oh, some people didn't catch. That's funny. I, I just thought, you know, Mads. Right. So, the, stones, the stones. The Infinity Stones. The, the Thanos joke in the trailer. Now he's got his arm. DMC. I, I, there's just, it's so deep. And he looks so much like Thanos. Like, using that to block the shots is straight out of X-Force. Mm-hmm. I, Zazie beats. I love that it shows you, uh, you get action, you get mm-hmm. comedy. You get the suit up shot. You get X Force for a second, and X Force sassiness. You get the taxi driver. So much supporting cast back in action and quick shots. <laughs> and, and and here, his shirt is the same one that uh, Josh the, Brolin. The, yeah, it's chunks from the Goonies. It's chunks from the Goonies. Yeah, he's wearing the same he's, print shirt. He's referencing Josh Brolin's early works, which is brilliant. <laughs> also, if you look deep background, there is a dog pool toy in the background of wow. their apartment. So dog pool is in this trailer. So, I freaked out, lost my mind, dove in, wanted to get as many screenshots as I could for you guys. Uh, I, I want to thank a bunch of sites that had these in better quality than I could freeze frame on my phone on the way here. So, these are from Screen Rant, coming soon to net, a few other sites. So, going through them. Dystopian Madness shot. I love that this looks like the similar color tone to the Days of Future Past dystopian world. Yes, it's a lovely color palette. For our iTunes listeners, uh, it's the back of Cable. He's looking over a balcony. Um, everything's everything's peachy not in, going this, well in this, this picture. <laughs> it's so good. It's like suburbia good. No, everything's like gone to crap. And it looks like um, that there's a spotlight coming from a helicopter in the sky. So the world's not going well for mutants. Our next shot is, I think this is hope. A reference to Hope. In the comics, this this bear represents the mutant known as Hope, who is the first mutant born after the House of M situation. The The character of Hope is very important in the comics, so this to me seems like it's starting off a whole nother world. That bear is way more important than people realize. And I'm curious who that is in the in the background there, because we haven't really gotten a clear shot of that human. Yeah. And then we which, got... Which is fun, because it's like, oh, so we have mutants? Yeah. Mutants? You can put all sorts of cameos in here. This was just a badass shot of whatever almost techno-organic perhaps uh explosion goes off because this future obviously this virus is prevalent so this is an exciting shot and then we got cable turning it up to 11 that is a shot of the gun (laughs) from that first promo image turning it up to 11 that joke it's so hard to catch as many jokes are in this trailer it is a brilliantly constructed trailer and then we got the green arm right like, using footage that they actually shot with, using the green arm, like, I, I, no other movie could like do this. that. No, because that's, that's you know, part and parcel of what a Deadpool movie is. Mm-hmm. It, you have to have that meta. Yeah. It's just like with the first one, where he's he's sitting on that bridge, and he's listening to, uh, uh, oh, God, was it a, uh, wasn't a, it wasn't TLC. No, it was, what was he listening was something to? something of that ilk. Uh, no, it was an awesome song. Like, uh, oh, I can't, it's like totally blank. Uh, song chat right room, now. why am I blanking Save on us, this? chat room. Tell me, tell me who he was listening to. It was, it, uh, it was a all, all black female group. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I can't say the lyrics because yeah, they're I, not exactly very PG. They're not, yeah, and my dad has it as a ringtone after Deadpool because my dad's a lot like me and okay, I love him Okay, chat room, it. help us Thanks, with that. chat room. But and, like that meta-ness. And then we dive into him playing with toys and if you look in the back right, your right. Salt that, and Peppa, thank, thank you. Thank you, Salt and Peppa. Thank, thank you, audience. Thank you, Betsy. Very important. Salt and We're going to need a barrage of salt and pepper. Thank you, everyone. We, yeah. we brain farted. Uh, on the on the right, your right of camera, the Bob Ross painting from the first teaser is in his apartment. <laughs> also, somewhere deep is the dog pool. It comes up more later in the shot of him and Blind Al. But 
this is a comic panel. How can you not love, uh, you know, just like a, a just a short break and a diorama? Yes, just a little, little, it's a little pause. It's a diorama break. He just builds yeah. it real quick. Just, it's like just... here, diorama and action figures. And, and that reminds me of like with uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth when he explained Civil War and how he wasn't yeah. there like with action figures. And Deadpool playing with action figures is so on brand. And then it's the, fantastic. the pause, the VHS pause. The green arm. I we saw these in in production, like the paparazzi photos. I never would have <laughs> dreamed that'd be a shot in the movie or in the trailer. Uh, it's fantastic. And then we have a close up of the stone shot. I put this in there to remind me because that joke is so good. The, the fact that they reference Thanos by way of Joss Brolin, by way of stones, by way of a dick joke, <laughs> like. Only Deadpool can make Thanos into a dick joke and put it in a trailer. And here we are, society. I'm so happy. While dressed as Woody. Another dick joke. Look at oh, this shot! We get Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Looking and like she, boss. Yeah, she she's evolved mm-hmm. into her mid-form. Yeah. You know, she's kinda... <laughs> Charmeleon at this point. Yeah, Charmeleon. Yeah, she's a Charmeleon. She's War Turtle. <laughs> yes, she's mid-range and killing it. Uh, that shot, like the color palette, the action the it, there's just so that's a mutant that's an x-men suit a fully formed x-men suit guys you can do it fox you're allowed look what happens so dmc is an important society not society it's an important like villainous team in the comics uh dmc has been around since the 90s uh they're they're not brotherhood of evil mutants level important but they're of that world that's a really cool storyline you can dive into so look up dmc and then we got, I wanted to get as much Zazie Beats because she, every shot we've seen of her is just action packed. It's her fighting. It's her being a boss. Like Domino, we haven't seen her powers used yet. And I'm really curious yeah, how they do I'm that. I'm really wondering how they're going to do that. I, I, I want them to pay service to it. I'm sure that they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just want to see Deadpool's reaction where he's like, what the expletive? Yeah. You know, like, how have you not won the lottery? Have you won the lottery? How many times have you won the lottery? There's going to be so much playfulness the, the, that power set and like how it works and trying to explain it. And of mm. course, Deadpool trying to explain how it works to the audience is going to be fun. <laughs> like breaking the fourth wall with magic powers. Yes. And do, if you, uh, if you see in the background there, does that say human on the, on the banner that's on the right hand oh, side? Oh, I did not uh, notice maybe that. Maybe it's humanity or, you know, um, Humane services, I don't know, yeah. but from this point of view, it looks like a commentary human. human. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, uh, what are we gonna deal with there? It also looks like they're at like some sort of blood bank because on the sign on the right it says "clean blood, pure pure heart." Oh, so maybe there's mutant blood and human blood. Ooh. Maybe it's a like purification. So that's the human blood. So maybe it's the purifiers, which oh, would tie gosh. into DMC well. Oh, because we don't know the villains in this. We know yeah. Black Tom Cassidy's involved, and Black Tom Cassidy has a whole bunch of blood stuff going on. Uh, I love this shot. It's it's like four frames in the trailer. That's Deadpool covered in duct tape. Mm. So somehow his suit gets ravaged. He's got duct tape around his boots to keep him on, his whole midsection. So Deadpool gets messed up. He can heal, but Cloth can't. So this is just perfect for the character. That is Deadpool covered in duct tape to keep his suit on. Yeah, well, you, you know, <laughs> he seems like the type that would run around naked. Oh, yeah, true. And the type that would carry d- that duct tape on him. So both exactly. work. Uh, so it makes us think purifiers. It makes us think from that, that, that blood shot. Thanks for that note, Am Anthony. This shot is Rob Liefeld-tastic. Like, the 90s action next to Pouch's giant leaps are right <laughs> up there with, like, what the 90s was in comics. Seeing Cable do this and that stunt, and it looks very practical, made me real happy. Yeah, well, you know, techno-organic viruses. He can do a lot. Heck of a thing. He can do a lot of things. Yeah. Cable looks so great. <laughs> I, another Zazie Beats. She's just so boss. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. There's so many shots in this trailer that are like now screensavers and phone backgrounds. Oh, like yeah. Every, That's a lock screen. Every shot of her is just so cool. So yeah. this to me looks like he infiltrates whatever the nefarious organization is. I'm assuming purifiers. They also have a very like AIM-esque color scheme, which I'm not sure. I don't think Fox owns, but if there's ever a shot of anyone giant like beekeeper helmet uh, disguised as a scientist, I'll be very happy. AIM was referenced in Iron Man 3. Uh, Aldrich uh, kind of set it up. So this is intriguing to me that they're in AIM-esque outfits, but I'm sure it's going to be more purifiers or something that's uh, more mutant-based. Yeah, I also like that they're not shying away from showing his, you mutated. know, his mutated face. Yeah. Because uh, I, really, I, I understand that that is a job and a half when it comes to, like, the makeup chair yeah. and, and special effects, uh, uh, practical effects and everything like that. And so that says, you know, that there's going to be a whole other thing besides him mm-hmm. being Deadpool in a suit, killing people, which is fun, and we like that, but it's also... Let's see when he's trying to, like you were saying, infiltrate. Right. And mm-hmm. to see that it's not just Ryan Reynolds who's so handsome. Like, to see that, yes. you know, everybody he's knows the voice of Ryan Reynolds. It's good to see that he's as broken as Deadpool is. Mm-hmm. Speaking of a Deadpool shot, I, there will <laughs> not be another superhero movie, I can almost guarantee you, that gives you a through-the-leg crotch shot, butt towards camera, pushed forward. That is, that is, this is exclusive to Deadpool. Well, I don't know. We haven't seen Dark Phoenix yet. That's <laughs> <laughs> Who I'm knows sorry. where Spider-Man lands in Spider-Man 7. Joke. I couldn't help the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they won't do that. <laughs> but I was not expecting a shot right up Main Street, as they say in the first mm-hmm. film. So I was very excited about it. Uh, Colossus gets a brief shot of getting groped by Deadpool, showing uh, Deadpool's ever-loving love of strong buns. Yes. We see briefly expansion in the shot as well, and Colossus looks even better. I love how they handled his skin, and like the CGI has evolved with two years of, of progress, so this looks gorgeous. Yeah, and I also love that the um, the mansion itself looks... Empty. Yeah, uh, it does look like it's late at night, but yes, <laughs> it's like there's so probably only Colossus and a yep. teenage again, but which is fine. It's it's fun. Yeah, yep. And then we got Ranji Delpender back. <laughs> Delpender was a runaway character in the first film that had so many great scenes. I'm excited to see what happened with the the, the body in the trunk. I'm excited to see how it worked out. I'm excited to see how they reunite. Yeah, I wonder if Deadpool saves him from legal troubles. Apparently, it, it had to go okay. He's for out of him prison. If he's yeah, <laughs> he's back driving the taxi. So, and then the money shot that is on every movie <laughs> website, every comic website. This, to me, looks like X-Force, and uh, I was on Heroes yesterday talking with Schnepp, and Schnepp pointed out that he thinks that in the back left behind Deadpool, in between Deadpool and Zazie Beats, that looks like Zeitgeist, and that's really exciting, because Zeitgeist has this insane power of basically, kind of like Chamber, uh, belching uh, acid and refuse, and like it's like a, it's a really gross power. I didn't read a lot of X-Statics, I read X-Force, so this character is not that known to me, but that's an interesting way to go. And it looks to be Bill Skarsgård, who we okay. know Bill Skarsgård worked with that director before, so that's, that's enticing. Yeah. And then uh, on the right behind, uh, so you're right, behind Terry Crews. Uh, <laughs> Terry Crews! It looks like we got Shatterstar, and I have heard rumor that is Louis, Louis Tan. Tan? Yeah. Yes. So if Louis Tan Which is, is Shatterstar... Louis Tan. Louis Tan. Louis Mother Lovin' Tan. So if he didn't get Iron Fist, he got Deadpool, and that is a hell of a consolation. That is, that is, and, and X-Force. Yeah. And X-Force, so that's actually. It's a good way to go, and Shatterstar yeah. is a great character. That's a great Shatterstar character. Shatterstar is so iconic, the headband, the long hair, the style of fighting, the double-blade mm-hmm. sword, which is so 90s Rob Liefeld, so <laughs> they're really paying attention to the minutia, the weirdness that comics got into. They're mm-hmm. leaning in, not out. Like, when they announced yes. Cable, you have to go further. We love the lean-in. So x 
X-Force looks to be this team at the beginning. I'm sure Cable joins. Or Schnapp's Theory, they all die, which intrigues me. And then, like, seeing this, uh, all I can think of is that Deadpool is just crop dusting as yeah. he's walking down, <laughs> walking down the ramp. That man must smell so bad. His skin is always dying. Oh. Uh, so I love this cast. That's a beautiful shot of what might be X-Force, what at least is at least a part of X-Force. And if they're using Zeitgeist and Shatterstar, they're they're diving deep into Marvel Encyclopedia. They're and going for it, and we love it. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, just any shot of this beautiful Baccarin is necessary. <laughs> I love the love story in the first one. Marina and Ryan's like chemistry was so real. And that montage of love, like showing them fall in love through the year and female empowerment day. First they pegging in a superhero are movie. a mess of a couple. And I love it. Yes. I love that each of them are a mess and they're great together. And the buildup of their love Wait, story allows. Yeah, there's a pegging. There's yeah, a, it's no, the, no, I know. It's the first and only. No, no, A I couple know. beats later, like, yeah. I think Coy just said pegging. I, he first did, and he only did. pegging reference in a superhero film. There you go. Deadpool got and that first, too. And first and only on Marvel Movie News. <laughs> <laughs> first pegging mention of Marvel Movie News. Oh. Don't Google it, kids. Ask your mom. Yeah, just ask your parents. Ask your dad. Uh, and then a shot of Cable looking the most Cable I ever thought a man could look. I remember I was upset Michael Shannon didn't get it. Yes. This shot eliminates all of that. This, Bro- is, this cable. is pretty epic. I mean, they, they definitely, if there were boxes to check that were left, <laughs> that were left to check, this shot does it. And this to me is like, we've seen Josh Brolin uh, working out. We've seen Josh Brolin preparing for cable. We've mm. seen the behind the scenes footage, but you need the eye. You need the, the, the full like post-production render. This is full post-production. This is the landing cable. We've seen the <laughs> run up. We've seen the leap. This is landing cable. And I'm so excited. Also, uh, belated happy birthday to Josh Brolin. He turned 50 yesterday and he looks like yeah. that. And the announcement photo for that was, did you see it? Yeah. Deadpool yeah, painting. I saw that. Uh, yeah, where he's painting him um, as... From uh, the Goonies. From the Goonies. And then <laughs> Cable's like sitting there posing for the portrait. Beautiful marketing. So great. smart. And happy birthday. Uh, so this shot of Cable is everything. And this final shot, uh, Blind Al was such a comic force in mm. the first film. And this is the shot that has Dogpool in the background. If you look closely, uh, see over his shoulder, right in the left of screen, the very edge of screen. Oh, Dogpool! There you go. Very exciting stuff. Uh, and just the use of blind out with the gun and the blind joke and then the fourth wall break. It, this trailer just hit, like you said, every check mark was yeah, just, it was just beautifully like, checked. It's great. This is going to be such an enjoyable movie. Yeah. Really yeah. looking forward to this. I'm glad that they moved it up. <laughs> Me too. I need it now. And uh, JSOP in the live chat, if, if Josh Brolin was 6'10", he'd be 100% perfect. And they even reference his height in the trailer. So that trailer just nailed it. I just... And Drew Goddard doing X-Force. Uh, he's, he was responsible for a lot of what Daredevil became. He was responsible for Cabin uh, Fever and the Cloverfield. The guy's brilliant. So him handling X-Force, he's a, he's a comic nitty gritty. So that's, a, that's good news. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Deadpool. Indeed. What did you? What were your overall thoughts? Since I just had to through that. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm very much feeling it. I mean, I I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the promotion anyway. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the Thanksgiving yep. uh, Day picture. I know there were some people that weren't about that. I was like, no, this is so this is part and parcel. This is what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's joyous. It makes fun of itself. It makes fun of you. Yep. <laughs> it makes fun of these characters. It's it's everything that it should be. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like the tone is good. Mm-hmm. I, I know that they had um some issues with um changing of directors yeah. and everything like that that happened, but it feels like it's completely on track. I don't see how this could be a misstep. Yeah, and I, I really wanted to take time today to, to go through those photos because there's so much 
it is a very dense trailer for two and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. And speaking of breaking the fourth wall with that trailer, Deadpool, without a fourth wall, using the audience doesn't play. Like, you need to make that incorporate. So Deadpool's running a promotion for great marketing to follow Deadpool, he has one follower, and that's Hello Kitty, and they're looking for someone to follow as the second. So the internet has been helping spread the word, let Deadpool follow me, get it to happen, internet, thank you. <laughs> so, moving on to Venom before I self-promote further. I am one of the few, how, actually, before I before I go into my rant, what did you think of the Deadpool trailer, com, I mean, the Venom trailer, completely removed from the internet's perspective? Like, what okay. was your take? Yeah, um, I, I would have liked for the Venom trailer to have more Venom in it. Because it's like um, up to this point, we had seen Tom Hardy in a shirt, uh, writing in a journal, Tom Hardy in his trailer as Tom Hardy. And then with this trailer, it just seems like we were getting a whole lot of Tom Hardy. I wanted to have them utilize Venom in a way that would make me sit up and take notice. Otherwise, it is just another um, action film with a sci-fi element, and it, I can't really connect to it in any way. And then having those two shots with it, um, one when he's in, and I forget what this is called, an EKG or a, MRI, MRI, mm -hmm. MRI um, having him in the MRI and reacting to something that isn't there except for a brief flash, mm -hmm. I understand that it's a teaser. Uh, I also know that with past teasers that we've had, you kind of you have to give someone more of an itch for them to want to scratch it and i don't feel like this teaser trailer um did that does it look like a you know action movie starring tom hardy yes it definitely does does it look like a venom movie no not to me so you're completely with the internet and i i am on the 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 there's like three of us cheerleading this trailer uh <laughs> i uh, this was personally my favorite teaser i think i've ever seen uh oh, wow. i i i lost my mind with this teaser okay. so i'm on the i'm on the which is good that's, that's why it's good to have these, yeah. these shows for these conversations no no i'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm open to the conversation <laughs> so the reason i love this teaser is Basically, for me, it represented them showing that, hey, this movie comes out in October. We don't want to ruin the reveal of Venom and the CGI won't be done because we just wrapped two weeks ago. And we're showing that we read the comics because all the detail work in this was he was talking about relationships. And to me, the most important thing about Venom is he feels this almost abusive domestic assault psychological manipulation. It's way more Jessica Jones than people realize. There's a lot going on with him fighting the symbiote because he sees himself as the symbiote as we. They are one. But he's also battling himself and he's battling the symbiote. So there's a lot of like separation of self and identity crises. And for me, the dialogue, which a lot of people had a problem with. I, I was not feeling dialogue. It was very rudimentary. See, it, for me, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it, 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 to me, it just it didn't really convey the depth of emotion that I feel like I wanted from it. I, you know, it, it was just I tried to separate myself from the venom that I know in the comics, mm -hmm. so like Eddie Brock um, and, you know, Lethal Protector and everything, and then just view it as this. And with me doing that, I was just like, what? what? It's like it was like a fifth grade essay mm -hmm. where it's like, um, oh, we all have that thing, a breakup and then shot of a woman and then you know but then and it just it just didn't convey it for me i was like who's doing this writing right and, now? And, and, and a lot of people felt that way it's just for me i was afraid this was gonna be an action thriller i was afraid this is gonna mm -hmm. be a sci-fi movie and instead i got a trailer about separation anxiety which is also a great venom run i got a, a, a trailer about uh, mental trauma i got a trailer about the minutia of what it feels like to go through loss and there's nothing that's more about loss than the symbiote eddie brock relationship and then the detail work they did like the mri would be the only time he'd encountered that kind of sound wave because in, in the comics like 
Sonics or whatever. Like, you can't just run into a Sonic gun. Like, it's not going to happen. So for me, if you're going through head trauma, your head's hurting, you're dizzy, you're having nausea, you're experiencing all these maybe voices in your head, you get an MRI because you check for a tumor, you check for all those things. Mm -hmm. And what better way to show the symbiote taking over for the first time than the MRI? So to me, that was some brilliant detail work. For me, as soon as I saw the MRI in the very opening of the pool, and also for me, the joke of, look at this serene wilderness, oh no, he's in the hospital, was, was really darkly funny. So the MRI was like, hey, we paid attention to the comics, we're putting him under Sonics, this is how the Venom thing activates. Uh, for me, this was all the detail work I wanted to see that I was afraid they wouldn't do because Sony's track record. So mm-hmm. we, But that's the thing, is the internet doesn't like uh, the trailer being so vague and the rudimentary writing like you talk about, whereas I think Venom fans, or myself and a few other people I've talked to, okay. got all that detail out of the trailer. So I want to watch it with you guys with those notes in mind and see if you get a different experience out of it. Okay. Ooh, we can't hear it. Oh, we got no audio. Oh, there we go. Thanks, man. So we get this, to me, hilarious shot because you think it's going to be outside and then it pulls over to the opposite of outside. There's nothing more terrifying than being an MRI machine. It's so... And for me, this is, they're checking all his stats. What's going on? Why is he hearing all this stuff? What's he experiencing? And then you realize what the movie is. If you're a comic fan. Right. San Fran setting. And every shot of Tom Hardy is from his traps because that is Tom Hardy. (laughs) Showing the cast. A death. An accident. Some scope. Is that how the symbiote gets here? Questions. Alien. You used to be one thing. Well, and then here we know that he's um (laughs) he's gainfully employed because he's able to afford an MRI. (laughs) Eddie Brock has insurance from journalism. So yeah. And then we see the symbiote very briefly. Looking dapper. He he reminds me. He reminds me of a um, lore from Star Trek, though. Oh, I see that. This Data's, yeah. Data's evil brother. And then you get shots of action for action fans. You get to see the motorcycle stuff he was training for. And then you get to see just a little bit of venom coming up around the neck. And you see the, the depth of what the trauma is for me. And then the Venom logo, the Venom design, the him saying we in, in the trailer instead of I. Like... I, and it's funny because I, I was expecting the internet to be like, oh my god, everything's great. And then I got on the internet and everyone was just on your on where how you felt about it. Mm-hmm. So I had a very different experience. I love the logo. I love the style. I love that they didn't show Venom because you cannot... There will never be the first time you see Venom again. And if it's not done, I don't want Sam Raimi's Venom. I want this this brutal force. So okay. Koi loved the trailer. Uh, Koi loved the <laughs> teaser. Uh, Marquis is with the internet. And I want to know what you guys think. Well, I'm, you know, um, I'm, I... I this comes out in October, yeah. right? So I, I would have liked a teaser trailer or something around Infinity War time, mm-hmm. you know, when they had had time to do, you know, some of the sci-fi stuff and mm-hmm. everything. Like you said that they just finished wrapping like two weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't see what the, the rush is with everything. So, but I'm, I'm looking forward to what they put out Inter-trailer. around Infinity War time. Yeah. And then I, I will revisit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, Hey, uh, kudos for you know getting out there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and they, jumping they, they, on they it. Kudos made a trailer, and I love the 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 tone of it. It felt like Warrior to me. The Gavin, have you ever seen Warrior, Gavin O'Connor film? He plays a UFC mm. fighter, like MMA movie. Ah, uh, no, I've seen Warriors. Oh, <laughs> the, an, of the Josh totally Brolin different. era. 
<laughs> well, uh, check out Warrior. That to me, uh, Warrior plus Bronson equals mm-hmm. what I think Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock could be. Uh, so personally, I love this teaser, and I love that you guys mm-hmm. like. I've been I've been on the very very small like the, the there's a few of us so I've mm-hmm. enjoyed the fact that a few people have been like hey what you said maybe see it differently or people being uh, it's the most mature I've seen people argue against it which has been nice like the internet's okay. like I, like the, all the things you said I completely see mm-hmm. I just got different pieces and that's that's the beauty of of art is for me that was a beautiful minute of like hype 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 so uh, uh, real quick I actually would like to share my perspective please on you. yeah go right ahead I feel like I'm like on the fence, like, right in between the two of you. Okay. I'm not, like, mm-hmm. fully put off by it. I am, like, fairly skeptical by it, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. very understanding of it because I know that they just wrapped, and I love that they're hiding the shark, they're hiding Venom, because I know how vicious the internet can be that if they showed just Venom at its stages right now, they would be ripped to shreds. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, mm-hmm. I can understand why they're hiding the shark. And as well, I feel like this trailer is more of a... Uh, just setting the tone for it overall, like setting the tone of the film, not really showing what, giving you what you want just yet, but giving you enough to be like, this is what we're going for, this is what we're going to lean in towards. And uh, I, I really appreciate it. I like the, I like the trailer. Um, I am like slightly skeptical to see like more, but I know it's so far off, so I'm just like, I'm, a, I'm okay with like not seeing anything until it, it, around that time it's coming out in October. So it got everybody uh, at least cautiously intrigued by uh, another trailer. (laughs) So I personally, uh, deep love. It's been a great week for footage for me, and I've watched that teaser more than most uh, teasers, much less trailers. So it got me amped. But uh, internet, I'd love to hear why you did or did not like it and what you want out of it from what you've seen, like where you want to extrapolate. Uh, We know it's going to be Planet of the Symbiotes meets Lethal Protector, which makes sense for San Fran, lack of Spidey. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, and I I loved hearing, because you know comics, so, I really wanted to hear your perspective on not liking it. So I, I can see yeah, where you're coming well, from. Well, it's it's I don't have a super strong opinion of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 a teaser trailer, you know. Yeah. And then I, like I said, I'm looking forward to them presenting more. Yeah, yeah. I um I'm looking forward to uh, your enthusiasm. It will only grow, um, swaying me. <laughs> so yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah, I love that. Speaking of showing more, Jessica <laughs> Jones, this mm. trailer. Everything that anyone could want. There is no disparity. There's no divisive line. Everyone that loves Jessica Jones, this trailer is for you. Uh, hit it, Anthony. <laughs> so much going on. Yes. And the sound design was starting off with the car accident. That and caused- she's on fire. <laughs> oh, God. Giving a shit won't get you a better tip. This song use. I love this song, and I did not expect it with this, but it's perfect. Mm-hmm. My whole family was killed in a car accident. Someone did horrific experiments on me. And we go back deeper into Jessica Jones. We are going to dive into her past instead of, like, the, the last one touched on it, didn't really dive in. So this looks to be a whole season of it. Yeah, it was uh, present day Jessica Jones and how she was dealing with stuff. And this is, like, her past coming back to her, her dwelling into her past mm-hmm. and how that affects her present. And I love the directing style and the quick cut editing, but juxtaposed with the long hold on talking shots. Like, I think this is going to be such a special show. And you don't know who she's talking about, who the main villain is, like who the someone else is. Like, is it Purple Man? Is it a, a new character? Is it someone from the comics? But you do know that she's talking in the sense of we, as in somebody else with this power set. Yep. So there's a lot of speculation you can do with there. And the Netflix universe is so interwoven so well that it could be anyone. I didn't ask for any of this. 
And we and then see... it's like, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What? The Hellcat, maybe? Yes, is that the Hellcat, a... maybe. Yep. Keep telling me who I am. How dare you? And this guy just being a prick and how she handles him. Like, I Kristen enjoy. Ritter. And then here it comes. Here it comes. I can get through this night without losing my shit. Mm. It takes a monster. Yeah. To stop a monster. And leaning into that is, it kind of goes with my theory. What did they do to us? Here. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> perfect. That's Kilgrave. The perfect button. That's Kilgrave. 100%. It's all 100%. purple. It's all purple. So That's my theory mm. is, do you remember when we first started talking about Kilgrave coming back and I thought it might be her PTSD flaring up and it's mm -hmm. like a part of her, a fixture of her mind? Right. Because Kilgrave infiltrates your mind. What if he became a part of Jessica Jones and she says you have to become a monster to take down a monster? What if she leans into the Kilgrave side of her, not like she has the powers of Kilgrave, right. but what if she lets that darkness overwhelm her and that's like the Kilgrave representation? Uh, that is a, a real possibility. I think that's what that because, shot is. Because, I mean, Kilgrave had her for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, if it, if it's even going to go into that whole thing with like, um, you know, uh, Joker, and uh, yeah. I, I believe it was, um, was it Behind the Red Hood? It was the one where um, Joker uh, gets a hold of that uh, Robin and he implants himself. On oh, Batman Beyond when he comes back later? And he he implants himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Batman Beyond uh, Return of the Joker. Yeah, but it's like he implanted himself into, you know, that poor yeah. guy's <laughs> psyche. And it's, it's like, yeah, he had Jessica for so long. How could that not have happened? Exactly. Either that or is it even a possibility that he projected his own you know, facade onto somebody else. So then she killed somebody else. Exactly. Everybody else didn't know whether or not it was Kilgrave. I mm -hmm. don't know. There's, there's ways that they can do this. And is the person she's talking about throughout Typhoid Mary? That's Indeed. what I think is that Typhoid Mary was also made in the same horrible way that Jessica Jones, like she was in another accident and they're both these two sides. Cause uh, Marvel and like a lot of superhero properties, DC as well. You have the similar power set opposite side of the coin. You have the, you know, like iron monger, iron man. You have the, the, <laughs> the Joker being an element of chaos and Batman being an element of like strict regiment. Like I'm, I'm intrigued if Typhoid Mary represents the even looser canon <laughs> of Jessica Jones. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for it's this It's good season. when um, heroes face themselves um, just in an evil way. So if they want to go with that, if they want to run with that, I'm mm -hmm. fully on board. But yeah, I, I'm just, I'm really interested in the, and you know what you brought up where it's just like K Kilgrave being a part of her psyche and coming out at the most inappropriate times. Mm -hmm. At least snap, snap, spoiler Ooh. alert, snapped his neck. So yeah, like, there's like, no way that in the world, the grounded world of Netflix, they'd bring him back. Like, unless they had the best that explanation is true. ever. It's very, it's very grounded. If they were going to do that, then they might as well bring back um, Cottonmouth. Yeah, <laughs> like at this point, like. It's like the death has to mean something. Exactly. So and, then go that element where you know how, how well it treated PTSD in the first season, then it could go further with that in this one, so. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of potential, and I, and I really think and hope it's Typhoid Mary, and I'm excited for the show that drops next month. This show is, like, two weeks away, three weeks away. Like, it's not far, so that's really exciting. This year is just great for comic mm -hmm. fans, and we will have a very busy weekend before Tuesday, as Indeed. ever. I think so. it's, like, uh, March 8th? Yeah, I believe so. So yeah. that's, uh, that's three weeks out, because February is a lot of rent for not a lot of days month. So <laughs> I'm excited for Jessica Jones. That trailer was everything I wanted it to be and more. The style was great. You remember how much you love that character. It didn't give a lot away. It's everything I want in a trailer, and it is 
beautiful visually. Like, yeah. it makes me... This aesthetic was gorgeous. Yeah, it's action angst. Uh, it's got a gorgeous palette. Uh, it looks like it has a really strong supporting cast that mm-hmm. are fully actualized and realized characters in their own right. Yeah. And if we get some Hellcat action in there, awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm all about that. So, yeah. The, it's great. I can't... I'm looking forward to binging it. <laughs> yeah, same. And the poster, the new poster dropped alongside it, and the tagline is now No Filter, which is layered, funny, perfect, topical, timely, yes. Moving on to more Black Panther. Ah! It is time to talk about what Joss Whedon and Josh Gad said about Black Panther. And I'm gonna let you run with that, because they are real hyped. Oh, yeah. Uh... I, I love this. I, I looked at the, the exchange that was online. It was uh, on Twitter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it was basically... Okay, so earlier, when I was all about, oh, Angela Bassett was, like, fangirling out over, you know, being a Black Panther. So now you have Joss Whedon <laughs> uh, fangying, <laughs> fangying yeah. out, uh, fanboying out on um, that he knew that this would be, like, a, you know, a cultural moment, that this yeah. was, like, this was the thing. But he also didn't expect for it to be so fun yeah and that's exactly what it is uh and uh well that was uh, actually that actually that was that was was josh gad and he goes uh there are cultural cinematic events that happen every so often jaws broke open the tent pole star wars redefined the blockbuster wonder woman gave us a heroine for the ages and something tells me black panther is about to carry the torch and set the whole thing on fire again and uh we didn't uh then uh, chimed in it's like you could feel it at the premiere right before during after the movie is just a cultural milestone but who knew it would be so fun and it is yeah agreed it hard agree is it is so layered in that way and and it's I mean, look at the reactions that you can find. You can see my reaction online. You can see, <laughs> look at the reactions of people that have have actually watched this. And it's from nerds and non-nerds alike, where it's just it's just a darn good movie. Yeah. It really is. You because you feel these characters, these characters exist for you more than just supporting some other character. They exist on their own right. And and you root for the villain because you understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like with Jessica Jones, since we just came off of that, with Kilgrave. I'm so excited to talk you about the really, villain next you week. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> But, like, you really feel where they're coming from, like with Kilgrave, where it's like, okay, okay, you're messed up, but I get why you are, and I'm, I kind of can't argue with where you're yeah. coming from. It's that kind and of thing. And that's real life a lot of times. Is yeah. every, no one thinks they're the bad guy. No one puts themselves in a position of, like, I'm doing bad for bad sake. Everyone's like, I have to do this, and yeah. here I go. So it's like, you're not doing this in the right way. I know the way to do it. And yeah. It's not necessarily the best way, but you kind of understand. And the villain's fantastic. I'm excited to talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. I also think that Joss Whedon, who is a, a touchstone of pop culture, who is, I mean, you're responsible for Buffy and Firefly and, and, and Astonishing X-Men. He's got yeah. TV, movies, comics. Like, the man does it all. For him to put it in the category with Star Wars and Jaws, and it's it's not like a very excited uh, comic store guy. It's the comic mm-hmm. store guy. <laughs> so I love that, and that, that gives me really excited. And I love seeing people exchange, like, love for things on Twitter. So this was, this was really cool. Indeed. And it has brought people together. Uh, so there was a hashtag Black Panther challenge, and uh, that was started by uh, Frederick Joseph, and it was to... Uh, it was giving funds to, uh, I believe it was the Harlem... Uh, the Boys and Girls Club of Harlem, mm-hmm. where he wanted to have kids go and see this yeah. movie to be influenced 
buy this movie. And it just, it took flight. And like up to this point, uh, $300,000, over $300,000 has been raised for lower income communities to see Black Panther in theaters. And that's not including the original 46000 yeah. that um, the GoFundMe that um, Frederick Joseph did. In fact, um, I did... Um, I I, I, told you, I did the Black Panther press junket for Nerdist. Yeah, that was one of the questions that I had to like yeah, make pose sure to. to people. So that's part of a video package of like a Ryan Coogler saying I was like, "Whoa, I didn't even realize you know yeah. that much had been raised." Now I wonder what they would say because that's enough money to send um, at least twenty three thousand twenty three thousand children twenty three thousand, and these kids are and that. Then just I know it's not in the rundown. Mm-hmm. But that brings me to the um, Evolve Entertainment Fund that Ava DuVernier is doing with uh, Mayor of L.A. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing of it, the thrust of it is, and it's uh, mainly through fundraising, um, uh, fundraising that they're doing it. And you know, please look this up. Evolve, uh, Evolve uh, Entertainment mm-hmm. Fund, and they're trying to do internships for. Um, lower income mm-hmm. kids like uh, to for this summer to be able to get into entertainment. And when you think about it, because um, diversity and inclusion is it's important in front of the camera. It's super important behind the camera. And a lot of these, you know, people that would be interested in entertainment wouldn't necessarily go into it because it's like, oh, well, where's that really going to get me? Mm-hmm. You know, I have to I have to get X, Y and Z done right. now. So it's like, yes, get get them going, get them there and let's see what the future can bring. All of these kids are inspired by Black Panther and then have the means to go and be Ryan Coogler, yeah. to be Hannah Beachler, you know, the production designer, uh, to just be. Yeah. Yeah. We need so. another Ruthie Carter would be lovely. That movie is visually, like, perfect visually. Like, I, I perfect in most ways, but I, I can't get over the wardrobe. Like, mm-hmm. I think about it often, like, day to day. Yeah. And, like, she just did such an incredible job. The it's movie really is just staggering. And 30 plus years. That woman is uh, um, twice Oscar yeah. nominated. Uh, Malcolm X and Amistad. Yeah, and Hannah Beachler. She did production design for Creed. She's like an investigative reporter when it comes to uh, actual design. Yeah. I mean, she did she, Lemonade. Uh, and, did you like Lemonade? <gasps> Hannah Beachler. <laughs> and quickly before we leave Black Panther for the yeah. day, uh, they released a, a quote from from a few different sources saying that we had almost both Patriot and Craven the Hunter. Uh, uh, did you hear about that? I didn't. He tried to get Craven the Hunter, but he couldn't get the rights for it. So Craven oh, the Hunter man. was this close to being in Black Panther, and they wanted to have Patriot not quite as Patriot yet, but mm-hmm. like build up the character of Patriot in Black Panther. But there were rights issues on Craven. I think those timing issues on Patriot. Right. But those two characters are also almost in the, the story. So and, thank you for reminding me in the chat, yeah. Charles Lee. And really fun in the Christopher Priest run, you run into Craven pretty that, yeah. early on. So the Priest run feels like it was directly once you see the movie, you'll see all of the stuff. But it feels like the Priest run is even more so because Craven, like that's yeah. amazing. It's just fun. So, yeah, Craven will get one day, almost in Black Panther. I thought that was amazing just to hear (laughs) about. And uh, speaking of very, very broad strokes Marvel, Natalie Portman has said, she's cool to come back to Marvel. Uh, She said, quote, I'm completely open to everything, but I have no news about that, with a laugh when she was talking about Annihilation to Screen Rant. So Mm. she's not uh, in the position like a lot of people had reported on, a lot of people, a lot of the rumors were like, nah, I'm done with Marvel. I don't feel like anyone says that. No, Um, no, no one, no one's smart. Yeah. No one smart would be like, ah, well, well, depending depending on the Marvel property. That's true. That's depending true. That bad things Marvel have property. happened. But yes. Natalie Portman is not like saying no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought that was worth mentioning. Um, and the the patriot we're talking about is Asaya uh, Bradley's grandson. Uh, from he's he's in a, a few different New Avengers teams. You see him in the modern comics, and he, it's a great character. So 
what Black Panther is is next week. What Black Panther might have been, we cannot wait to dissect for for forever because the scope of this movie is just so mind blowing, and it's going to make all the money. All the money. Now, in the realm of Marvel, ten years have passed leading up to Black Panther. Mm. Ten years since Iron Man and Incredible Hulk were in theaters. That is a long time. Kids that were six when those movies came out are now driving. <laughs> Whoa. Kids Yikes. that were 11 are now drinking legally. That's just mind-blowing to me. So uh, they released... Keyword, legally. Legally. I'm sure for the very first time. So uh, they released a poster to commemorate, which is just beautiful and looks like a comic. And it's just all the characters we love that we've grown with for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then they also released a video celebrating the photo shoot, which is, if you haven't seen it, the, a photo doesn't do it justice. You need to look at it on a computer, zoom in, go through. There's actually a, a Twitter moment that goes through each and every person and what they think they're thinking. And it's <laughs> all, like, very in character. They're all so their characters that yeah. even just sitting there, they There's seem... this one picture of, uh, it was a Taika Waititi, and I think it was a jo- uh, I think it was Jeff Goldblum. I yeah. Forget. But, oh, yeah, like, in the, the corner? Together, yeah. It's just like smoldering a, it. Because... Yeah, everybody, everybody else is cool and casual, and they're... They're posing. Just smolder. It's like they, they've got it. Well, I think Jeff Goldblum lives that way. And yeah. Taika Waititi is I definitely an inspiration. And a perpetual, uh, perpetual state of smolder. Mm-hmm. And they, they own mm. it. Uh, so let's watch this video real quick. Oh, it's amazing. A class photo <laughs> 10 years in the making. It felt like being at the Academy Awards. And I love the prep. There's previs because it's yeah. such a giant universe. <laughs> you know what I mean? And seeing, <laughs> seeing Captain Marvel walk in as excited as a freshman because she's kind of like the freshman of the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. And everyone that might not have met before or only met casually, like yeah, seeing them all when, in their cities. When, when would they have, you know? Like the Golden Globes across the room. You know, like this is everyone in one space for Marvel. What did I do to deserve this? I literally am in dead center in the Aww. front row and I'm looking around and going any one of these people could be dead center I mean you just mm-hmm. everywhere you look what an assemblage of human beings yeah so fun I think everyone was aware this was coming to a close it's family we'd all been on this remarkable journey coming to a close interesting note always wearing that hat always wears it everywhere there was huge excitement and just like that stage is enormous and it's filled with some of the most talented and brilliant minds and i just i have so much respect for what the mcu has built i can't wait for uh you know a giant class photo of dc in 10 years i can't wait for a giant class photo of the sony spider-verse because to me it's the visual real life representation of an annual with the fold-out pages Mm -hmm. to me it's like when you get a comic (laughs) and you check out like the that's that's that. that so i want one for fox i want one for sony i want one for the mcu i think we can only go up and this is the first one that's had a 10-year run that is so tight 22 films by the end of its its 12 years is magic so that whole experience i can't imagine being in that room and i yeah i'm, I'm envious of everyone in there yeah uh they've given us a fantastic 10 years yeah and thank I, you everyone yeah, in that room it's like thank you so much for that i mean uh we've we've had a lot of joy from it like yeah this, is, this show alone and then like everybody else out there and uh, it's it's been a heck of a thing. This is my three and, year anniversary on this show. Wow! So three years of doing so three out of the ten I've been on this show hype and talking about all the like that's crazy <laughs> to me. That's nuts. I think I'm a year and coming up to a half. I yeah, think it'll be two. I mean, that's all, it'll be two years in like September. Yeah, we'll have to look into it. Yeah, so yeah, it'll be almost we'll have, to, we'll have to look at it. So that's like, I mean, that's September just crazy. <laughs> 
So we've been we've been at this. So that's that's just what this movie. That's what this universe created. Like mm. so much that we have this beautiful live chat with all of you guys. We've got thousands of people that watch on YouTube. We've got tens of thousands of people that listen to us on iTunes. Yeah. All because of the people in that photo. So that's that's special. Oh, it's uh, fantastic. It really is such a warm feeling. And it's like a of a connectivity too yeah. for all of us. Uh, all of us nerds. All of us magic. Marvel nerds. So in the world of not the MCU, but in the Fox universe, a new movie is ramping up and it just broke that Bendis and Tim Miller are working together. Now we knew a while ago Tim Miller was going to be working on a Kitty Pride movie. We right. also know that Mr. Bendis writes a mean Kitty Pride because there was a while there that Ultimate Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and Ultimate Kitty Pride were dating and it was adorable and I mm-hmm. love that storyline. So Kitty Pride is no stranger to Bendis and I think it's all but like this is this is a Kitty Pride movie. It's called <laughs> 143. Uncanny 143 is an amazing amazing issue wherein she fights a demon on Christmas. If they go full Christmas movie, <laughs> go even more Shane Black. Go full Christmas. We haven't had a holiday movie yet. Yeah. Like the closest we had was Downey Jr. and Iron Man 3. That would be a heck of a thing. A demon uh, Christmas a, movie. A demon Christmas movie. I can't even wrap my mind <laughs> around how awesome that could be yeah because like uh what ant-man and the wasp is our rom-com mm-hmm. you know and uh, we got space opera we got heist we got space we, got, opera. we have no, yeah, we have no yeah. holiday movie so oh my god can you imagine an x-men holiday movie yeah and then like uh, uh and also hey we got bendis also <laughs> x-mass like come on it's right there oh, stop. was the night before no, x-mass and no. all through the mansion that, not a mutant was stirring that was almost a get out not even a mouse because she's kitty it all oh, ties together. Okay, now that's get out. That is the get out. Not a mutant was stirring. It's perfect. It's perfect. No. Bendis, give me a rhyme. So Bendis, <laughs> who's at DC now for comics, is still with mm-hmm. the mutants. He's still writing characters he loves. I can't wait yeah. to see him handle a script because he writes for movies. Like his yeah. scope and his style. Ultimate Spider-Man led to the flavor that the MCU became. He wrote the post credit scene with Nick Fury. He's the man that wrote the Avengers initiative scene. Bendis wrote what Nick Fury said that led to that 10-year photo. That's the tangent. So mm-hmm. Bendis doing a movie called 143 as per The Hollywood Reporter and the issue 143, if you haven't read, Uncanny 143 is brilliant. There's so much. So much. Yeah. No, it's it's so many good things. It really is. <laughs> I'm just still picturing an X-Men Christmas movie. Yes. When I picture Christmas movies, we know what Christmas movies are. We do. And you know, you know the beats of that and how it goes on. And then you toss a demon in there and some <laughs> mutants in there. And I'm like, yeah, I'd watch the crap out of that in a December. That was my very first thought. I found the uh, the digital of the first page. You know, mm-hmm. when you open and it has the like the main spread of what the story might be and all the yeah. creatives. I found that image online and that's that's what I tweeted out because I think that's what, and I, t- I tweeted it at Bendis like mid. Like, so uh, I think that's what it is. I think that's like, where we're going. You think you're crafted, but I'm crafty. But I found the internet. <laughs> so I, I'm really excited. I think that's what it's going to be. As the story develops, we'll obviously touch on it. Tim Miller handled Deadpool with beauty. His visual style through, uh, you know, post-production and like the way he lays frames out is staggering. And Kitty Pride, her power set is so visual. Like her yeah. walking on air and going through things. And like, I and can't And then depending on where they get her in a run, like, uh, well, she gets to like a... Ooh. <laughs> there we go. Oh my God. That'd be perfect for a Christmas movie. Right? A dragon (laughs) demon Christmas movie? A dragon demon Christmas movie? (laughs) We live in the best of comic times. So uh, that, talk about a lean in. Just going for it. Just going for it. And then our last uh, story of the day is just mentioning Comcast (laughs) is still trying to outbid Fox. They did outbid Fox and then they added more money. So yeah, Disney. Sorry, thank you. The, yes. the, to, to buy Fox. Yes. Uh, Disney is apparently wanting 
it more, but they're throwing more money from Comcast. So we don't know mm-hmm. what that means. We talked about it briefly last week. I don't want to dive into it again. It's no matter what a monopoly, no matter what, it's very intense for the stronghold that some company gets over the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. We'll see what that means, how it shakes out. We'll see when it happens. But it's still not settled with Disney. So everyone that keeps going, well, why are they making a Kitty Pride movie? Because it's going to take a long time for the ink to dry and yeah. it's not even started yet fully. Right. You know, uh, they have their writer, they have their director, but mm-hmm. we also know how those things can change. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, right now, love the idea of this. Yeah. But, Who you knows? know, we'll, we'll see. A lot of very wealthy people in suits are arguing right now. So we'll see <laughs> where that all lands. And we have a bunch of very special shout outs. I want to mm-hmm. let you take that away. Absolutely. So for Mary Marvelites, uh, shout outs to Andre Humane at Andre Humane, AJ Fernand at Cadbane 1996, Tim Brownman at, <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, Tom Brownman at Tom Brownman, and then Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, comma, wet cat. Joshua Never Josh. At Joshua Never Josh. I met him at Meltdown this week. He says hi. That's the, uh, so thanks, Josh. Hi. <laughs> I was at Russell Brand and I ran into someone playing Dungeons and Dragons, leading a squad of Dungeons and Dragons players. Which and I agree with. It was so That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, he was rad. So it was a pleasure to meet you. And uh, it, I love meeting Marvelites in the wild, especially when they're like honing their nerd craft. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead and approach us if you see us. That that you know that makes us beam. That makes yeah, us it was shine. it was magic. I Fills really appreciate it. Joy, I just saw Russell saying. Brand for two hours, and then I met a fan. It was the perfect way to spend a time at com- and at a comic store. I was in the <laughs> mecca. So thank you. And I also uh, we got an email. Uh, we got to wrap up quickly, but we got an email a little while ago that was very sweet, and I just wanted to read it out loud because it's adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am messaging in hopes of a favor in the form of advice. This guy's getting married in a few months. This was in January, so he's getting married in five months, and he wants to know how we stay motivated. What drive us how do we get enthusiasm for each day he's a dude from wisconsin he's 24 tanner h from wisconsin getting married congratulations one congratulations definitely clearly you got your head in your shoulders because you're marrying someone you're in love you're getting married soon and i think the best way to stay motivated for me what i do is i only allow myself to be surrounded by people that are either harder working than me smarter than me or more motivated than me and then as soon as i feel like i kind of like get beyond that i keep my friends but i really just want to be never be the smartest person in the room never be the most enthusiastic person in the room and that's a lot because i am made of zeal so <laughs> finding people that are are make you want to do more like i i want to I, I want to be someone that's doing this for millions of people i want to be the elon musk of hosting i have i have i want to be beethoven like my ambitions are not this like i want to be uh, remembered so to me keep your expectations high and lean into that and always be learning read everything you can listen to everything you can if you're fascinated by something dive into it like the joe rogan podcast is something that inspires me all the time reading books and comics inspires me all the time talking to marquee about black panther because it's something she loves find people that love something so much that it's contagious and then just learn from them every single person you meet will know something you don't and will love something you don't and if you can learn from them and love from them you're a better person so that to me is inspiration that's why i love hosting because we get to learn for a living and love for a living and i get to learn and love from you guys so find that love your wife congratulations what would you say uh so for for me for everyday kind of stuff tanner um i really believe in motive um a meditation and i know it can be difficult to start it off right away i do um uh Dwayne dyer and you can find him on uh, youtube and uh, I do recommend, you know, purchasing him. Uh, Kelly Howell is also a really good one for meditation. And really what it is is that it helps center you, focus you, because a lot of times we will have where 
we just have a whole lot of background noise that happens. And that can happen with um, um, absorbing other people's, um, they might be going through like negative situations. And then like you're trying to be a shoulder to lean on for them, but you're also taking on that burden. It's also knowing your limits (laughs) for things. Um, You want to be there for other people, but um, self-care and self-love is so incredibly important first. So for with that, find your joy. And that's going to keep you extremely motivated, uh, whether that's um, like in, in Koi's case is hosting uh, or um, in my case, my joy is uh, it's a it's a number of things. Um, I fell into hosting because I loved talking about my passions. And then that's that's what that extended out to. Um, I also recommend to get out of whatever your bubble is, mm-hmm. your whatever your comfort zone is. Um, because inclusion and diversity help better you where you go ahead and talk to someone that you haven't really talked to before. I, I don't know what your circles are, like where you hang, but let's say that you go to a coffee shop um, once or twice every week. Uh, then, you know, go ahead and try to start a conversation with someone that you normally wouldn't. Uh, I'm not necessarily saying, if, you know, if somebody's sitting there with headphones on in a book, don't be like, what are you reading? <laughs> don't don't do be that. that guy. Don't be that guy. <laughs> but um, you can tell from body language when someone is um, existing in a space and wants to just be in that space and someone who's in a space but is also open to the environment. So I do strongly recommend to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, find people outside of your circle that you and you, you'd be surprised that you can connect with. And, you know, check out our chat room. There's a lot yeah, of people, people are amazing. here. If you watch us, a lot live of people chat. here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for that, for um, motivation, for following, for getting success, follow your joy. Whatever your joy is, that is where you're going to be the most successful. Believe mm-hmm. me. Believe me. And don't accept, don't accept uh, something that, that upsets you. Like, if you have mm-hmm. a job that really upsets you, find a way out. Like, have a long-term plan. If you need the money, start find phasing, a way. Yeah. Start phasing your way out. Consider that your phase one, and then you uh, go into phase uh, two. And Winter Soldier is better than First three, Avenger. And then phase four. So, yeah, I hope I hope that helps, uh, Tanner, and I hope that helps uh, anybody else that is uh, listening right now. Uh, and then, yeah, feel free to ask us these questions Anytime. It doesn't just have to be Marvel related. I mean, we're yeah. pretty, we're pretty positive and uh, optimistic people. We and love we're people. Also, and we, yeah, we are people people. <laughs> so yeah. And would love to help in any way with that. As the rock says, find your anchor. Like yeah. that thing that really fits you every day. This email was so sweet. I, it made Super me so happy and, and I really appreciate the email. And I mean, I really think you're doing a lot right. So that's a good start, man. And we, we appreciate all of you Marvelites, everyone. So thank yeah. you guys. Feel free to reach do, out about Do we want to end it on that birthday shout out? Let's end on the birthday shout out. Okay. So we have a birthday shout out here uh chance leo uh he uh contacted our facebook which we are getting better about yes because we have this birthday shout out and he's an og fan he i i've seen that name so many times <laughs> l chance iv is awesome yeah uh, and he says oh if possible i am turning 40 on the 18th and would like to see if i could get a birthday shout out uh and i am l chance iv I'm um, sorry. Yeah, I mean, on YouTube, and I've been watching this show for years. And I, this was forwarded to me. I remember he specifically asked for a, oh, what was it, a Storm and Deadpool <laughs> shout out. It was something along those lines. So, uh, uh, imagine if you yeah. will a world where Marquia is flying through the air. In the Claremont costume, she has a mohawk, but also the 90s wings, because that's a cool visual. Uh, She's in the air. I'm filled with joy and giggling because I'm flying. She's flying, but there's still 
tumultuous lightning behind her, but it's happy lightning. She causes a tornado to spin around, and a very scarred and battered koi is disheveled, but eating a chimichanga, and he lives high into the air, and he yells out at the peak of his height in unison with Storm. Happy, happy birthday! birthday! <laughs> happy birthday, Chance. <laughs> Oh maybe our God, weirdest dude. maybe, maybe our weirdest maybe our but it was weirdest. visual meditate yes. on that happy, have that happy experience 40th. <laughs> also i agree with okay. your meditation that was that's a great point meditation like saves lives brain cells uh oh, road rage life it really it helps. does it really headspace does help. is a great app Woo. uh so this has been a very weird ending to a very big show uh i love you guys this was so much news where can they find you on the interwebs uh yes you can find me on uh twitter and instagram at Markia mccarty m-a-r-k-e-i-a-m-c-c-a-r-t-y and i've done a number of shows um uh over for this february catch me on fangirling i'll be on uh, episode 204 that'll be dropping tomorrow uh, and it will be their black panther episode i'm also going to be on movie fights thursday with a black panther uh episode <laughs> uh and also on thursday uh well uh for this weekend, I'm doing the spoiler-full review with uh, Screen Junkies. So also that. Uh, there's a Black Panther RPG I'll be doing for Hyper RPG later. My world is Black Panther for this month, and I could not be more excited. So just check out my Twitter. And, yeah, follow me on all those other shows. Let's... She's everywhere, Black Panther, <laughs> everywhere. It's fun. You know I'm following it. my joy, and my joy has led me there. This is what happens. <laughs> uh, and you can find me at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U on Twitter and Instagram. I've been popping over Collider Heroes a fair amount. I do my own show on Instagram, interviews. I'm going to be talking about Deadpool and Venom and all those things. And anywhere you guys want to see us, uh, tweet them. And I want to do more shows and meet new people, like we just yes, said. So if yes, you want to see like, us on a show, Cons or your show or your pod- podcast or, mm-hmm. or whatnot, then yeah, please. I just did an Hit episode of Jordan Ross, who's, who's an OG awesome. screen junkie guy and, our, and a fan of ours, and it was great. We just met up in Griffith Park and recorded. So if you great. guys want to do stuff, let us know. We're down to do it, and mm-hmm. we appreciate you, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.